Welcome to the Cross-Border Interview Podcast, a podcast about getting out from behind the keyboard and just talking. Each week, we invite a guest or two to sit down and talk about their life and their work. I'm Christopher Brown, your host, and this is the Cross-Border Interview Podcast featuring 2020 Year Review. Welcome to the Cross Border Interview Podcast 2020 Year in Review. We have some great guests coming up on the show, but first, before we do that, we want to talk about what's happened in 2020. Uh, looking back on it, usually the one thing that everyone wants to talk about is COVID 19, the pandemic, the global pandemic, and how it's affected us. But let's talk about the things that also happened in 2020 that were either good or bad outside of that pandemic. Uh, starting in January, uh, literally five days into the new year. Canada defeated Russia uh, 4-3 to win gold at the 2020 World Junior Ice Hockey Championship. Seems like a lifetime ago, but we did have hockey. We did have hockey where fans were able to sit in the stands. So uh, Canada, first day of the uh, gate, won that championship. Uh, A few days later, unfortunately, uh, 57 Canadians uh, were killed on uh, Ukraine International Air Flight 752 after it was shot down by Iran uh, shortly after taking off from the Iranian airport. Uh, Locally, from an Ontarian perspective, uh, my uh, family used to work at this location. My family is from the area. A nuclear alert was uh, mistakenly sent out to all Ontario residents after the Pickering Nuclear Generating Station experiences anomalies. So I remember waking up in the morning and reading Twitter and uh, it being a flutter that uh, Pickering Nuclear Power Station was uh, going down, but it was a mistake from the reporting standpoint. So it was supposed to be a test, but it actually went out to the general public, causing a bit of uh, worry because there wasn't really good communications after it went out. It sort of stayed out there for a bit and nothing really took place. Um... Back in January, yes, back in January, Canada had his first confirmed case of COVID-19 in Toronto. That was on January 25th. Um, We went to, if we could jump into March, uh, unfortunately, we did have our first death from COVID-19 in North Vancouver. So a month and a bit, month and almost a month and a half later uh, after our first confirmed case in Canada we did have that first confirmed death of COVID-19 in April locally here in Alberta a flood hits Fort McMurray uh, forcing 1300 people to evacuate Uh, Fort McMurray has been taking the shit uh, for the last few years with the wildfire, with a flood, and then another flood. Uh, Our hearts go out to the people of Fort McMurray as they try to recover from this. I know there are still some outstanding issues that are going on in Fort McMurray with the uh, flood that happened in April, but we know that they are strong people and they will recover. Uh... Natural disasters just kept on hitting Canada this year. A tornado in southern Alberta killed two and caused damage near Verdun and Scarth. Uh, So yet again, we we are seeing those effects uh, of uh, 
natural disasters happening on a regular basis. Um, then we're going to jump into uh, August, which the tornado in southern Manitoba happened. But in August 17, on August 17th, the CFL, Canadian Football League, canceled the 2020 CFL season. This was a huge thing for them. Uh, as someone who has watched uh, their a fair amount of CFL games. I can say that it was a blow to the Canadian Football League, uh, as most of their funding does not come from uh, advertising. It comes from fans. So this was a huge loss for the CFL to close down that season. In September, the first province of Canada in Canada held its uh, pandemic election in uh, on September 14th uh, New Brunswickers went to the polls after their premier Blaine Higgs who had a minority government uh, went to the lieutenant, lieutenant governor at the time and decided that they needed to call an election for a stable government uh, that did work in Blaine Higgs's favor premier Higgs's favor where it resulted in a progressive conservative majority government with the liberals in second and Liberal leader Kevin Vickers lost his seat. He did not have a seat before running in the election, but he did lose that seat. And it went uh, to the People's Party Alliance in uh, New Brunswick. So a fourth party. Uh, The Greens also kept their three seats. So uh, overall, the Liberals lost seats. The Progressive Conservatives did gain seats, which resulted in that majority government. Um, The Stanley Cup playoff started in Edmonton and Toronto after negotiations with all the teams and the NHL that they would be two hub cities, the West and the East. And then the Edmonton uh, Arena, the Rogers Center, would become the home of the Stanley Cup playoffs in September. And then on September 28th, the Tampa Bay Lightnings won the Stanley Cup in Edmonton after defeating Dallas Stars in six games. Games. Uh, heading into October, the minority liberals held their first uh, confidence vote of the uh, first uh, of the minority government, resulting in uh, a potential election, federal election during a pandemic. There was back and forth between the NDP and the Bloc Québécois. Ultimately, the Bloc Québécois decided to support the Conservatives' motion of uh, creating a pandemic, uh, a uh, a um, sorry, uh, creating a committee to look over the We Charity scandal. Uh, the NDP were flip-flopping. They didn't agree with it, but they did agree with it. They didn't know what the Trudeau government was hiding. If the Trudeau government wanted to go to uh, the election, they should just call an election. But at the end of the day, uh, they sided with the Liberals. The Liberals survived that motion of uh, non-confidence, which was their own doing, I should say. The Liberals decided that the vote that the Conservatives were putting forward was going to be a confidence vote, and it resulted in the Trudeau Liberals surviving that uh, that uh, vote uh, on a vote of 180 to 146. So yet again, diverting an election, diverting uh, uh, Canadians going to the polls federally. Uh, another election topic in October, uh, British Columbia general election was held. Uh, this was yet again a uh, not anticipated election in 2020, but Premier G- uh, Jim uh, uh, Horgan decided that he was going to call 
call an election. Uh, he waited until the Green Party of uh, BC's leader was sworn in as they were holding a leadership race in 2020. After that leadership race, Premier Horgan decided to call an election, which resulted in their minority government, the minority NDP government, going from a minority to a majority. Uh, BC Liberal leader uh, Andrew Wilkinson was just not up to the task of taking on Horgan in that election. He had fumbles. There was many, many missteps on his part. And the BC Liberals went from second place to second place, but a very reduced opposition compared to what they had. They went into the election with 40 seats. They left the election with just in the 20 seats range. The where the NDP in British Columbia went from 40 seats to about 50 seats. So they gained a substantial majority government. Uh, yet again, in Saskatchewan, this election that was supposed to happen back in the spring with the pandemic was pushed back until October, happened in October, literally two days after the BC election. So for any political observer, there, October was the great time for politics. Um, in the Saskatchewan election, the Saskatchewan party has had three terms in office. Uh, Premier Barad Wall uh, winning three elections, and then uh, Premier Scott Moe, this was his first election out. Uh, there was speculation during that election that his uh, government was going to survive, but it might have a reduced majority uh, with the Brian Mealy's Saskatchewan NDP party, but that didn't come. The NDP in Saskatchewan are having a bit of trouble connecting with voters. Uh, the f more and more time that goes on, the more and more Saskatchewan becomes a more conservative province, uh, not going back to the days of Ro Romanoff and uh, Lauren Calvert. So this this election was not good for the NDP. Uh, they had 12 seats starting in the election. They had 12 seats after the election. They did not gain any seats where the Saskatchewan party had a gain of two seats. And let's be honest, the only reason they gained those two seats is because there's two vacancies and they're both from the Saskatchewan party. So it was an election that really didn't do much at the end of the day. It was the first time in the last three elections that the Saskatchewan NDP part, the Saskatchewan uh, NDP leader kept his seat. Uh, three other times after, before that, they did not. So it was the first time that that happened, and it was a big. That was a win for the Saskatchewan NDP. Um, Prince Edward Island, uh, earlier in the year, Prince Edward Island, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, and uh, Newfoundland and Labrador decided to create a Atlantic bubble, which allowed their uh, residents of those four provinces to travel without any restrictions uh, back and forth through the province. Uh, in November, Prince Edward Island and Newfoundland temporarily leave the Atlantic bubble due to the wave, uh, second wave of the pandemic hitting. Um, so with that, we uh, head into December, which we are now. Uh, it was a, uh, let's say, interesting month for December. We have... Uh, 
Pfizer and Mandira uh, officially announcing that they're they've created vaccines for COVID-19. Uh, one is 95 percent effective. One is 97 percent effective. And Canada had bought uh, into those two vaccines throughout the year. And they started rolling out vaccines in Canada and around the world, Pfizer, to ensure that we are properly inoculated from this COVID-19. While it seems like there wasn't much that happened, it wasn't a, a, an eventful year throughout the year. We've lost many people due to COVID-19. We've lost many people because of other issues as well. But COVID-19 was on the top of your mind. As you see, in a regular year, this would not have uh, uh, been as slow as it seemed but here we are so with that being said um, we have recapped 2020 as as much as possible Uh, we are going to go into our first interview with four great guests Uh, yes it's a five four way interview myself uh, Charvetch Kellyanne McNeil and Mitch Nielsen Mitchell Nielsen Uh, this was a spur of the moment interview we sort of throw Mitchell under the bus on a few occasions because he was not on the Zoom call. He was just an audio call. So we've told him that we will be getting a webcam for him one way or the other. So with that being said, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And here is the first part of the Cross Border Interviews 2020 Year in Review with past guests. fine you're gonna do fine you're gonna be great so i'm gonna start off the question kellyanne kellyanne and i had talked already but it might just be a complete like that 16 minutes will be for nothing and this might be the show now um so i'm gonna go around the table and ask one simple question to everyone mitch we'll start with you yeah how was your 2020 you could have been better (laughs) (laughs) actually before we should start uh, i want to thank our guests for coming on the show on such short notice we are recording this on december 6th this is coming out in a few weeks uh we have three returning guests to the show three returning guests to the show mitch who talked about campbell's soup and uh games for our fifth episode of the cross-border interview podcast Vetch, who talked about women's issues on the women's week uh, episode and then kellyanne mcneil who talked about uh history uh archives women's issues and one of a facebook live so we have three returning guests so thank you so much for doing this everyone greatly appreciate it mitch uh we we kind of threw you under the bus already so thank you for answering <laughs> Jar, we'll go to you. 2020 for you. How was it? Uh, it was, a, it was, oh, let's, it was a mixed bag for me. Um, but the thing is, is I've been trying to find more positives than negatives. So in that respect, I can honestly say that 2020 hasn't been too, too bad. See, see, we got the pessimist. That is Mitch. We got the optimist. That is Char. <laughs> Kellyanne, how was 2020 for you? <laughs> Um, definitely challenging. That's how I want to phrase it. Um, 
at times it was right in your face challenging and at times it was like okay we're we're, we're gonna take a break now but overall that's the best descriptor i i can use is challenging would you agree with that, Mitch, who I can't see because he doesn't have a webcam in 2020? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Challenging is a good word. <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. Why not? <laughs> Thank you, Mitch. So, for those who are listening, Mitch, literally before we started recording this, says we have to watch what we say. So I'm assuming he's going to be very agreeing with everything that everything is said. Correct, Mitch? Wait, what? Yeah, no. Well, like, okay, the thing is, it's just like, oh, <laughs> it just sucks. <laughs> Mitch, I, I oh, want to, Mitch, I really want to <laughs> say this. I have, I've, I miss you. I, I miss your ability to make everyone laugh. And I hope in the new year, uh, we can hang out. Yeah, that'd be nice. Like, it'd be what nice to everybody's like, well, I can see your faces because I could, like, I have a, video thing but you can't see my faces because i don't have a camera but like in person, kind of you thing. got more than one faces <laughs> got christmas lights faces faces yes you do i'm a corner of my tiny apartment all staked out for it so uh, I'm going to ask this question and we'll start on the reverse order this time. So Mitch can hear the answers and then he can come up with a interesting conversation. So we've talked about the pandemic and how it has been one of the things that has been constant in this uh, ever happy go lucky life that we call 2020. But we have to look back and we have to remember the good times, right? We have to remember the one moment that made 2020 good. Um, and we want to make sure that people know that, you know what, even through darkness, there is a little bit of light out there. So Kellyanne, for you, what was that moment for you? What was that moment that was light for you? You know, <clears throat> excuse me, um, this might be a bit of an essay, so I apologize. Um, Good, because that gives Mitch some time to think about his answer. <laughs> Aw, leave him alone. <laughs> Um, honestly, for me, um, I think the, my little bit of light moment, it has to be my job at this point. Um, I was really lucky and I wasn't let go or I wasn't laid off when the pandemic first hit back in March. I have done, I've been able to do so much for the archive in this little bit of downtime. I had a great performance review, which resulted in a teeny tiny raise, but still a raise. Um, and right now we're getting ready to apply for a grant that I'm super excited about and it should be going in this week, fingers crossed. And yeah, my, out of everything, my job has been like stayed very enjoyable for 2020. That's awesome. Shar, what about yourself? What was the light in the darkness that is 2020 for yourself? The light in the darkness? Um, well. Or was there multiple? Well, not, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, um, I, I didn't have a whole lot of darkness or I, I didn't, I guess, see 2020 as a, this huge, dark, you know, embryo of, you know, whacked events. I, I saw it as more of a, of a learning opportunity to, um, you know, try new things, try something that I, I didn't know before or, or didn't do before. And um, I guess that just brings on a whole 
new meaning of what what the year can actually stand for you know and it's not all about you know revolving around all of this darkness and all the negativity and and you know and it's just like oh look well you know you know there's it's a, it's a time to be to be alive and be refreshed and it's a time to um you know try try things that you haven't done that come out of your box and 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 do something different so that was more my whole progression of the year I'm going to say this before Mitch says that was excellent. I would agree with that. Now, Mitch, how would you, what was the light at the moment, uh, light in the darkness for you in 2020, Mitchell? See, now I feel like because I went last, it's like, this is and like, he'll, t- he'll take wow. the right answers for 20, Alex. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, um, hey, rest in peace, Mr. Alex Trebek. Oh my God, right? That's another terrible thing in 2020. God damn it. Or <laughs> <laughs> one out for my Canadian homeboy. <laughs> but what yeah. was the light? What was the light for you there, Mitch? Um, I'd say, like, I mean, granted, like, I didn't get to spend as much time with, with, with my buddies as I'd like to, but like, I don't know, like, I, like, like, probably we did some like online dungeons and dragons with some buddies and I'm catching up with some buddies from Kamloops who I don't get to see much anyway, cause I'm online a lot now. So that's good. I get to do a lot more reading, <laughs> spend some quality time with me. So that's great. <laughs> Got to spend some quality time with yourself. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's which true. is good because you know what? You always have to look after yourself before you have to look after other people, right? You have to look after that first mental. I feel like Char's eating something as I'm saying this. I'm into this great like epiphany right now. And all, all I see is just looking down and go. <laughs> I was worried you guys were hearing me slurp soup. Like, no. Okay. Um, Mitch, we are not sponsored by Campbell's yet. So if that's Campbell's, I want you to throw it out right now. <laughs> not naming the soup. <laughs> It's no name. It's the no name brand. No, wait, then I'd be endorsing no name. And then it opens up all other can of worms. It's insert random soup name here, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the one. Is it good soup? I mean, it's pretty good. Like it's pretty good soup. All right. How is it every time I have you on my show, Mitchell, we talk about soup? I think Campbell's really missed an opportunity here. (laughs) The Soup Podcast by Mitchell. (laughs) Every week he's just tasting new soup. Mmm, hearty vegetable. You call it like supernomics. Oh, that's brilliant. He he reminds me of that old guy off a community that always did the taste testing stuff at the end of the shows. (laughs) Have you changed? Is that- <laughs> oh, Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. <laughs> hey, Mitchell, we, we, we all miss you. Yes, yeah. most definitely. Do you? Do you? <laughs> Can't even go out and buy a webcam so we could do this? Like, seriously, we gave you <laughs> enough. I tried buying a webcam when this whole pandemic thing started, and every store ran out of webcams. Aww. I just gave up because I was like, you know what? Like that, that, nope, nope. Like, <laughs> but yeah, there was it no. It wasn't reason. meant to be. Yeah. 
we 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 are looking we are coming to the end of 2020 and we'll be getting into 2021 here as years usually do happen they usually turn over to the next year um we'll start with Shar, then we'll go to mitchell then we'll go to kellyanne so Shar, looking to yes. forward, looking forward to 2021 what's your new year's resolution actually first question actually we'll start with this question um did you have a new year's resolution in 2020 a New Year's resolution? <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, yes. I had a, a a New Year's resolution as per, okay, this is what I'm going to do and accomplish, and this is what I want to be by the end of 2020. And I'd did say, it happen? I'd say I'm about halfway there. So it wasn't a total bust. You got well, time. Time. <laughs> time. You're good. I'm good. Yeah. Got three weeks left. What about yourself, Mitchell? Did you have a new year's resolution going into 2020? No. <laughs> I got hey. enough trouble making sure I make it to next week, let alone worrying about what I'm doing for the entire year. <laughs> okay. Well, I can imagine what the next answer to my next question is going to be for you, but Kelly Ed, what about yourself? I refuse to make a New Year's resolution in the end of 2019 because I have failed at most of them. And I thought, why am I doing this to myself? But the, the follow up question has to be asked then by not making one. Is that not making one? I mean, if you want to get philosophical, sure. Why not? But I don't think we have time for that. Hey, I'm the host. We have enough time to do whatever I want. That's fair. <laughs> My That's show. Fair. Mitchell's is drinking soup. Shar's eating something. I'm not sure what, but she's nibbling something. You're Fish. waiting for supper just like myself. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and to start with Mitch for the next question. Hey, Mitch, do you have a New Year's resolution in 2021? And if um, so, what is it? John, <laughs> because what I'm going to do in 12 months time I'm going to call all three of you guys back up and we're going to talk about if you actually accomplished it. So here <laughs> it is going into the permanent record of the internet. And you know, the internet's always true. So oh, the internet forever. This is true. <laughs> so Mitchell. Right. I think I'm going to, I'm going to stick with a classic one. And there's a good uh -oh. reason for this. I'm going to get like shredded. Like I'm talking like cheese grater abs because went hunting this year and i found out i'm really out of shape <laughs> <laughs> climbing hills and like jungles and and mountains and stuff in the middle of like fall and winter not fun i'm not built for that i need to change that <laughs> and that was just getting out of the truck right <laughs> yeah that's getting out of the truck. Cool. that's pretty much it it was like well this is not for me <laughs> but are you hunting more well, yeah, I was. I, I went. I went a few times this year. Me, me and Jordan went. Didn't get anything, but but still, it was good. I saw a deer. This is a this is a major improvement from last year, when a deer snuck up on me. I successfully snuck up on a deer, which then escaped. <laughs> the tables yeah. were finally turned. You got to clarify this. A deer snuck up on you. Yeah. No, that was last year. Yeah, a deer snuck up on. Me. That was not ideal. <laughs> Okay. Those things are quiet. 
really quiet, like they ninjas. Bush. Bush ninjas. Now that is a new one. That yeah. is. Supernomics with Bush ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast the, 2021. Let's mit- do tri- it. You get the mitch tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let, don't go to the deer. Let them come to you. You, yeah. <laughs> While you're well, sipping I mean, your. Good if that worked. Like I was like, then then it would all been been according to my plan, and I could have took credit for it and said, yeah, no, that was that was the idea. I just wanted to lull the deer into a false sense of security, and then when the deer finds me, then I got it right where I want it. But then you know that that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's never what happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh chris this is gonna be a really good episode yeah i'm thinking like i've had prime ministers of canada on my show and then i have mitch <laughs> i've had order of canada recipients multiple and mitch mitch <laughs> So if anything, Mitch, you're probably destined for an order of Canada because you've been on the show. So congratulations. In about 30 years, you'll get an order of Canada. It's probably going to be a big ceremony. They're like, remember when you were on the Chris Brown show? And it's like, here's the order of Canada. Your endorsement is great Canadian soup. He made his own soup company. Oh my God. Michelinis. <laughs> Kelly Ed, let's round this off. <laughs> round this off with something coherent that we're not You're seeking Not Mitch, we love you. You're an amazing human being. Your stories are great. You need to just sit in front of a microphone and talk for three hours and people would just tune in and pay you money. But Kelly Ed, how about yourself? <laughs> So I want to teach myself over the course of 365 days how to live in the moment. I am so good at jumping like five, six, seven weeks, months, years ahead and then giving myself horrible anxiety. It's like a talent at this point. But I'm I'm really not good at um, living in the moment. So that's my goal is to just take it one day at a time. And uh, before, and as I said at the top of the interview, the top of the four-person interview, Kelly and I, Kellyanne and I, had chatted about that, and I can tell you that going through what I'm going through right now, it does give you a new re, a new outlook on life to not think about what ten days is from now, but ten minutes from now, because we are not guaranteed to be here tomorrow. Yet again, we're getting into the dark place right now, and Mitch is probably running off, like trying to fill his soup, but. Um, we gotta, you gotta start living in the moment because that's what I've learned. And you don't, you are not guaranteed every single day on this planet. So make, make every day, make every day count. Yes. Yeah. Beautifully said. Absolutely. I try. Hence why I'm the host. Of course. <laughs> so, uh, to, to end this with one simple word, and I only want one simple word. Actually, we're going to have two questions. Both of them are one simple word. In 2020, we'll start with Char here. Actually, we'll start with Mitch on this one. Mitch, 2020 in one word, only one word. 
What was 2020 to you? Describe it in one word. Oh man, that's tough. I'm not good with one word. Like I need yeah. like 10, but um, I'm gonna say- You've done like 90 already in the <laughs> since I've asked the question. Right, see, this is what I mean. Like, um, no, dumpster fires too, that's not- <laughs> We'll hyphenate it for you. <laughs> <laughs> dumpster. dumpster fire Kellyanne one word challenging I'm going to stick with that one Char recreated Ooh. look at you being all fancy with your recreated word <laughs> well, you know, I, I do try round up the intelligence of the team <laughs> and my last question we'll start with Kellyanne before we wrap up Kellyanne 2021 in one word what do you hope it what do you hope it's to be peaceful Shar? Mm. wow i wasn't I expecting like I, that one i feel like i'm gonna need to put the jeopardy song theme song <laughs> <laughs> In honor of our fallen soldier. <laughs> so 2021 in one word. Mitch, we're Rebound. coming to you. So you like get again. Dead air is really bad for audio. <laughs> it's true. No one can see you squirm. <laughs> so Shah, in one word. Rebound. Okay. Mitchell, you the last words. Out of your mouth are the last words of this podcast. 2021, in one word, what do you hope it is? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, you can't end it on um, that's terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to say, like, um, me, just. Nope, stress-free is two words again. Can we hyphenate that one? Yes. Sure. For you, Mitch, we will hyphenate stress-free and dumpster fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mitchell, Shahar, Kellyanne, I want to thank you so much for doing this. Um, it was greatly appreciated. Like I said, in about 12 months' time, I will be calling all three of you up again. And we will be checking in to see if A, Mitchell is rock hard with a abs of a greater, if Kellyanne <laughs> is officially living in the moment, and if Char is doing the other half of 2020's New Year's resolution. <laughs> sure. Like 12 months from now, I have to start working on my Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonations because I'll just be that shredded. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Guys, I want to the chopper now. <laughs> I am the governor. Yeah, I've come to raise your taxes. <laughs> Guys, I want to thank you so much for doing this. Uh, to my listeners, uh, stay tuned. We're going to be taking a brief hiatus and then we'll be back with another guest, another returning guest. So stay tuned, stick around, and we will be back. Talk to you later.
So with that, uh, I want to thank yet again Mitchell, Shar, Kellyanne for coming for sitting down and doing this on very short notice, as you can tell. And uh, uh, next is another former guest, a four-time returning guest, uh, Terry Griffiths. He is the host of the YYC uh, Gay Agenda Gay Agenda YYC podcast. I would highly recommend it if you're in for a good laugh. In his in two episodes ago, two episode in 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 an episode. Uh, in sometime in December, he decided to talk about uh, his uh, feelings towards 2020 and how he's feeling as a person. So I highly recommend you listen to that episode because it was a really significant episode that touched a lot of people and it touched me because he he opens up and far too long we find ourselves not wanting to open up and his husband does as well and I would say that they both are commended for their ability to open up about that so yet again here is the next part of the 2020 year in review with past guests so much for doing this uh we are recapping the great year that was 2020 you are one of the five guests that i have on the episode we're gonna make this nice and simple for you uh before i pardon me special not one of five you are always special okay you are the like this you are the closest thing i have to a friend in calgary (laughs) If that tells you something, that tells you something, okay? Um, before I we re, uh, my mind's fritz right now. So before I recorded this interview, I went back and listened to our very first conversation we had on tape on the Cross Border Interview Podcast way back in January, and then I listened to a few episodes of yours, your The Gay Agenda YYC podcast. I'm going to start this interview off with one simple question. How was 2020 for you? Uh, um, it's actually, it's a difficult topic for me because 2020, it, it didn't hit me like it hit everybody else. Uh, I didn't actually have to change a lot of my lifestyle. Um, I like I've said in my podcast before, my work was deemed essential. Hold on, now I'm going to get a go cough. I swear I don't have the COVID. <laughs> I'm just putting this okay. out there right now. You were coughing during our first interview. You were coughing during our live one. Is is it me? I just cough all the time. It's because I talk too much and I get so dry and blah 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 blah. Okay, so I um, so yeah, it was deemed essential because I sell tampons and potato chips. So I, my store, I didn't shut down. I know I'm, I'm super, super, it's like, I'm very important. You get really high, you need your munchies and you're going to do whatever. So like I sell it all. So yeah, we never shut down. We just had to make sure that we were following the rules and all that. But the only thing that's changed now is I need to make sure that we're social distancing and wearing a mask. But other than that, my life really hadn't changed. Uh, In your very first chat that I heard from you in 2020, you made it a New Year's resolution to make friends every single month. How'd that go? 
Like I said, I've listened um, to all of our interviews and all your shows again just to be prepared for this. Um, I it, it was impossible to make friends this year. I think it was like um, we we met each other, and I think that was that was a good relationship that we at least formed. So I can consider yes, I, I can consider ours a um, a steadfast and true friendship that will. You know, brace the the storms ahead. Will be like Artax and Atreyu. I'll leave you in the swamp, and uh, but I'll scream your name as it's happening. Hey, uh, I don't know, but everything else, it's like we we did try to make friends with. Um, once we moved, we we moved into like the neighborhood. So any of the gabers that were around us, we tried to make friends with. But you know me, I'm. Uh, I can be a tough pill to swallow sometimes, so maybe people didn't like my uh, my humor, my sarcasm. They didn't quite understand the way I talk a lot. So uh, Eric, the husband, has actually made better friends with the Gabers than I have, which I'm okay with. I'm I'm okay with that. Eric, so, the yeah. husband, who does not have the same last name as you, as I found out uh, as I sent you the Christmas card, and I got a very nasty text message back saying, that's not my husband's last name, and FYI, that's not even my last name. <laughs> it was, it's, um, we never, when we got married, we actually never figured out whose name we were going to take, so we just kept our own, but we are actually thinking about, because I'm planning on changing my last name anyways, so once we get married, he will take mine, and then we will quote-unquote start a family anew and with a new last name. So you'll be the first in your name? Like dragons? No, I'm actually taking my, my mother's maiden name. So I'm reaffirming that bloodline. Women power. Yes. Women's power. Right, exactly. Um, uh, in your podcast, your most recent podcast, you talked about the challenges that you face, and I think you weren't alone by facing those anxiety, facing those uh, dark thoughts of what's going on in the world today. Um, 2021, we're supposed to have a vaccine. Hopefully, knock on wood, we're going to have a vaccine. Do you hold out hope that it's going to be close or quick, or do you actually think we're going to be in this for a while, or do you hope that it's going to be quick? Well, um, because I know the the news was saying that Canada wouldn't be in the first wave of people getting the vaccine anyways, uh, because apparently we don't have the resources in order to make vaccine for everybody. Um, but I, it's, it's difficult because we, I don't think we've ever been in a situation where so many people don't want to get vaccinated because they think it's so bad. Um, Whereas the last pandemic that we would have had, which um, uh, people would like to say is polio, but um, I'd actually like to say the last big pandemic we had was the HIV pandemic, but a lot of people are glossing over that. Um, there is still is no vaccine for that, but everyone is fine, is is taking the cure that's out there, quote unquote, the cure. The, yeah. But even before that polio you would stand in line to get your children inoculated for polio and there was no not even a question so why aren't we doing it now that i'm in line i'm already in line for the covid 19 vaccine that's pretty much my stance on that well and i i'm in the same boat i i think well i'm one of the, i'm going to be one of the first few if uh, they do it in the order that they're anticipating that 
uh, emergency services. I'll be in the first or second round that'll be getting it due to the fact that I've been going through some treatments and you talked about it on your show and we're t- we've talked about it on this show a few times, but uh, with radiation going on and me getting basically shit showed and all that fun stuff, the shirt used to be tight on me. Now it's like freaking baggy as hell. So yay, weight loss 101. Like I would take it for a while as long as I can lose 100 pounds. Uh, I'm fine with that. Like, I, I'm worried about the hair loss, but everything else I can deal with. The uh, oh, I guess I haven't shown people, eh? Isn't it See, that's so? Just, you know, that's, just, that's you shaving your head. It's fine. No, it's gone. No, now you look just like some like hot daddy. It's it's fine. Oh, oh yeah, thanks. That's that's what I want to hear. With all the red marks and radiation scars, it's great. <laughs> I look like the hot daddy who has AIDS. Pardon my French. The hot daddy that spent too much time in the oven. That's all. There okay, you go. Um, so it's uh, it's been a tough year, and you've had your outlets, which was uh, the podcast. How's that going for you? Um, the podcast, it actually... Um, it was it was extremely cathartic when I was able to start it over again uh, for the last half of the year because uh, it was able to get a lot of thoughts out. It, um, and I was even talking my I was talking to Eric, my husband, about the the one that we did together and how he said that he felt better after he said a lot of the things on it too. And and I think it's because once you say something, it's out there in the world and it can manifest and it becomes true and once like if you're keeping everything bottled up inside it's like you feel like you're the only one going through things and it it was just it was weird and just being able to say how i was feeling and what i was going through and it's funny because i was really worried about you listening to that one because of everything because I, I there's a section about you in there and I've never actually outwardly said how I felt about the situation that you were in and because I just can't come to terms with saying that to somebody face to face and which, it was uh, which when it I helped to get that, which then you, uh, you listen to it it's like um leaving a dear John letter and then running away and then you get the text saying gee thanks it's like okay at least they read it and they know exactly what I was thinking but now we never have to talk about it again um, I'm literally that waspy that that is totally okay because I don't talk about my feelings and that's just the way I was brought up and and then you have the complete opposite who is me who is open about basically everything and anything under the sun um, I can say that it was first off, I want to thank you for the kind words that you gave. Um, you put me on a pedestal that I didn't believe that I should have been on because you're like, uh, he's going through some actual real shit. I'm like, I like to me, this is just a treatment to get me better. Right. Everyone needs it. So when you were talking about your struggles, I was like, holy crap, he's going through things. I need to reach out. So that's why I've been texting you randomly throughout the week saying daily check in. How are you doing? Because while Yes, your Eric was right. You can see things that are going on with me, like the hair loss, the actual weight loss, like this radiation burns that are on my head. You have to deal with everything else, right? You have to deal with your own personal struggles and to weigh to put my 
my issues on you like that. I didn't feel like I wanted to. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm, I'm making him feel bad when I'm not trying to. Because honestly, like I said when I wrote the letter to, that I posted on social media, I don't want thoughts and prayers. Like, the people who are coming out of the woodworks that are saying thoughts and prayers, I don't need those. Where were you, like, eight months ago when everything else was going on? So that's the thing. Like, And I think you and I have had that friendship relationship where we can actually shoot the shit with each other if we're feeling shitty one day, right? And that's what I... And I think above and beyond thoughts and prayers, that's what people actually need to do. They need to treat anyone that's going through anything like this like a human being and don't change the way that you would react with them because that's the last thing that people want you don't uh, people knowing i had a difficult time at the beginning letting people know that i was going through some mental health issues because people don't know how to react to that and it's like um oh well then you know okay you'll be fine and all the stuff like that i said in the in the in the podcast but i I just want to be treated like a normal like that that's really it's like so a level of normalcy is, is exactly what you need right now when you think everything is spinning out of control. And I'm kind of assuming it's going to be the same thing with you. You don't want to be treated like the patient all the time. You just want to be treated like you always have been. Yeah. And that's kind of – that's – you know, I still joke with you and it's, it's like I, I want to live life like nothing's ever changed and – that's just how I am. I don't know if it's no, working, no, and I, and I and I, I get where you're coming from because I'm in the same, but I'm in the same way, right? Because 2020 is already a shit show to begin with, right? Where okay. when this airs, we are a week and a half away from the end of the year. We are in one of the worst years that probably anyone on this planet still has had, barring any mm-hmm. unforeseen circumstances and all that, but. People who've gone to war and all that have had it worse. But at the same time, this is a worldwide issue. This is locking down the world where people aren't able to go out. And then you put on top of that, I can't drive anymore. Yeah. Like, it it's, it pains me that I can't drive anymore. And to see freedoms that I've lost over the last, like, two months has kicked my ass. But at the same time, I'm sitting here going, you know what? There's worse people out there. There's worse people out there who have it a lot worse than me. I'm getting the proper treatment that I need. And God bless we live in Canada where we can get these proper treatments and they're free. So exactly. I, I, I'm looking at it as a glass half full, right? Because that's what I have to to make this through it. So I, I can say that those words that you spoke in your podcast, I really appreciate it. Um, I kept on saying, what do you mean I'm not your best friend? Because if you listen to the podcast, he says, I'm not his best friend because I didn't want to put someone on a pedestal. And I was like, yeah, thanks. Thanks. You've been on my show four times now, four times, four times. And I I can't be your best friend. You're just not mine. So just deal with it. Well, we realized in our episode of your show, Eric's not yours. So come on. Exactly. I never claimed to say my husband was my best friend. That is a lie. It does not have to be the truth. So moving into 2021, we've talked about the depressing year. That's 2020. 2021. 
any New Year's resolutions. I know we're recording this on December 4th. It's still 26 days away until the end of the month. But what does 2021 have in store for Terry? Um, I know. So 2020, I was supposed to make more friends. Because, um, again, that it it's... Um, because I'm so introverted and I'm so... I don't want to say scared, but it's just really awkward for me to get out there and do things. Um, I want to be able to merge my real life personality with my on air persona. I think that's kind of what I want to do in 2021 is like be able to be both people at the same time. When I get a microphone in front of me, I can, I can perform. I can, uh, you know, I can say funny things and I can be super on it and I can say crazy things that I'd never would say in public. But if, uh, I'm out and if I'm out in public, I'm very shy and I'm very quiet. I'm very meek. And that really just, it distresses me. So I want to be able to feel as confident and as self-assured out in the real world that I do behind the microphone. Which I is, think that's my thing. Which is ironic because I only know the podcast Terry, right? I don't know the introvert Terry. And I, I think I've met him a few times through text messages, but at the same time, he seems like a he seems like the same person to me, but it could be just all a show that you're you're putting on for me because I'm such an amazing best friend of yours. <laughs> I think what did I say? Better friend, better. I think that's you're like a second tier. I, I don't know. I, I think I need to come up with a with a proper moniker for what you people are. You you people is that what is that what? Huh? It, not best friends, but more important friends than all the other minions. Oh, um, podcast wise, 2021, are we still continuing on? Because the unofficial official rivalry between the gay uh, podcast YYC, the gay agenda YYC and the cross border interview podcast is still ongoing. It will go on till the end of time. Well, it's not fair when you have like, what 63 episodes a year like I, I can't even compete with that like it's ridiculous and when you get like superstars like Fred Penner and I get like some Joe Schmo from down the street that works at the bathhouse it's like totally different uh, <laughs> avenues and I'm our clientele quote unquote I don't even know if I, if I can use that because we're not getting paid for anything um, Speak for yourself. Definitely different audiences. So I don't know. Maybe if I get some famous people on, I will you know, ramp it up. However, I'm not saying you're not famous. Don't give me that shocked look. Um, it's uh, I am very it's, it's awkward for me to do this as a as a Zoom or a Skype call, like I've told you before, because I like to have it um, very organic and very flowy and be able to interject and feel not touch people under the table but <laughs> feel people as we're like totally having a moment in a podcast and you can't get that over digital phone calls so i'm kind of at a crossroads now that i just can't i can't have people over to do a podcast if we aren't allowed to have a you know 
Okay. The best part about that entire speech, you were talking about how quality is like the, the flow. And as you were saying that, you broke up. Just I literally manifested the truth by saying how Skype sucks and you can't have a decent conversation and then the internet crapped up so like and that's it like i don't want i wouldn't want that to happen in an actual conversation because then yeah you well you know stuff happens yeah i get it but it's you just i don't know the you <laughs> even you knowing when i when when we've had podcasts together things happen that just go like we have moments in conversation that aren't scripted and sometimes those are so much better than what we ever had is was going to happen anyway so i kind of like that and that's what i that's what just fuels me for my podcast it's it's about human interaction so until until that until the restrictions are lifted at which uh before this airs well this airs on the 29th 29th or 30th, I'm not 100% sure yet, but a few days before or a week before. Um, there's potential of new restrictions tomorrow, just FYI. Uh, working, working in a municipality, you find out things before everyone else does, so be prepared for tomorrow <laughs> and the weekend. I hate you. Hey, I need to tell you because I'm looking out for you, okay? I'm looking mm-hmm. out for you. I'm BFFs, BFFs. <laughs> Better friends forever. <laughs> yes, exactly. Second shelf friends. Yes. yes. Second shelf. Um, but to let you go, because you have other things to do, because you got to go watch Grey's Anatomy, because Derek's mm-hmm. back now. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, I know. Someone dies. Yeah, whatever. What? On Grey's Anatomy, someone's going to die. Oh, I thought you meant, like, the main person died. I was like, did she die? no. No. Doesn't isn't well, she? She, in, she has COVID. She has the COVID. Of course, they would give that to her. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can't I even know. escape reality by going into TV Thank shows you. because it's all there. One word to describe 2020. What would it be? Ugh. <laughs> Is that it right there? <laughs> I, I have used that how many times in every single. Uh, when you've asked how is the day it always starts with ugh but uh, because I really put it together shit show I think that's my word for 2020 is shit show it's just whatever I'd say Sur- dumpster fire but that's surprisingly you're not the first person to say that <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it's just been insane like I don't know yeah, uh, yeah. it's um and one thing I do want to say is if this is airing, that is, if it's airing close to the end of the year, you any of your listeners have probably already done this and um, you should have been better. But I have worked retail for 20 something years and this is literally the worst year of retail I have ever had in the Christmas season. So don't go to the mall. Don't go to the stores, shop online, and do not give your retail workers any extra crap than they possibly need because they are taking too much this year. So, yes, be nice to people. Well, I think that's the perfect spot to leave it off. Terry, I want to thank you so much for doing this. Great. We appreciate it. 
Terry for coming in, sitting down uh, and talking uh, as openly about 2020. We have uh, a great guest. We have great guests throughout the year. And I am so happy that we were able to do this. Um, so with that, I want to just take this moment and say this. Uh, 2020 year 2020 has been a shit show. Uh, I don't think there's any other better way to say that. 2020 has been a shit show. Um, we are uh, still in this pandemic. We are not out of the woodworks yet while the vaccine is getting administered throughout the province in Edmonton and Calgary uh, and around the country and around the world. We still need to do our part. We need to social distance where masks when needed and also just stay home if you're sick uh, as someone who's going through the hospital system right now due to his own uh, issues i would say that you need to stay home the the amount of people who are going through the system that is putting pressure on the system and we don't need any undue uh, pressure on the system that is already at capacity. I highly recommend that you stay home if you're sick, social distance, wash your hands, and keep that fight up because only we can make sure that curve is flattened. And here in Alberta and around and across Canada, we are seeing we are in a second wave and it is not good. So with that, I want to wish everyone a happy new year. Uh, all the best in 2021. We look forward to coming back with a great slate of uh, uh, it's a great slate of interviews and episodes for 2021 in January. We will be talking about that a little bit more on our special 28th uh, 28th December episode of the Cross-Border Interview Podcast, where myself and my husband will be sitting down and talking about our year in review. How did we fear? How did we uh, feel 2020 went? So yet again, I want to thank everyone so much for doing this, uh, for coming in, sitting down, chatting with me, but also to you, the listeners. Uh, we are closing in on 100,000 downloads of the show. And we are excited as heck to get to that 100,000. That is a major milestone. When I first started this in August 2019, I did not expect us ever to get to that high. But here we are, 100, almost 100,000 downloads of this little podcast that started in a basement of... Uh, house so in a basement so uh, I want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for doing for listening to the show and chatting with me and uh, always agreed to come on the show we've only had three or four people actually say no to the show so we, we, we are making waves and in 2021 we have some amazing guests amazing guests which we will show some we will preview some in the new year uh, on that 28th episode so yet again tune in on the 28th listen to my husband and I chat about 2020 and what our 2021 will look like and also get a little scoop on what's going to happen in the cross-border interviews second part of season two uh so looking forward to that have yourself an excellent new year and from everyone at the cross-border interview podcast merry christmas happy new year Thank you once again for listening to the Cross Border Interview Podcast. If you love this episode of the Cross Border Interview Podcast, head over to iTunes 
or wherever you get your podcast and subscribe, rate us and leave us a review. All the links to our social media accounts are in the show notes or visit www.crossborderinterviews.ca. The Cross Border Interview Podcast was produced and edited by Miranda Brown and Associates Incorporated. Be sure to tune in for our next episode of the Cross Border Interview Podcast. Once again, thank you. Bye-bye.